Hey, and welcome to this podcast. In this episode, I will be discussing the importance, the relevance, and the personal perspective of defining what works for you. Um, If you've read uh, The Wave Method Pitching, uh, you'll, you'll hear me harp about it throughout the entire material manual is I'd say, you know, find what works for you, uh, do what works for you, whatever you got to do to get the job done. Uh, and I feel like that's a very broad statement. It's a very vast um, proclamation or sentence, if you will. And I'm going to shed some, some insight and some perspective about finding what works for you and how I go about doing this in my everyday life, in my routine, in my recovery, in my nutrition, uh, in my absorption of information, of my approach to information, uh, my everyday life interactions, and so on and so forth. So as it pertains, we'll start with information. Uh, how I look at information is, is very interesting. I'm very passionate and eager to learn. Um, I love learning new things. I really enjoy it. I love having the access to the internet and to social media and to so many platforms where there's a vast amount of information. Something I felt was lacking in my teenage years that I was searching and I couldn't get the answers. I was relying on word of mouth and observation and it was, it was very difficult. I had to go through a lot of personal trial and error and had a very, you know, DIY, DIY or figure it out. And I was actually told that many times, just figure it out. And I was like, all right, well, got to figure it out, you know, sink or swim. Uh, so I was brought up with that type of environment and mentality, which is great. It's helped me through a lot of things. But, you know, I also realized it's very difficult to do anything in life on your own and typically uh, you don't really do something monumental or something impactful in your life on your own not saying it doesn't happen it's just it's likely that you didn't solely do everything Um, so how I approach new information um, or old information or information that I uh, look at before is um, I take it not for face value, but I give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, So if I look at something and immediately I have this impulse of, wow, this sounds amazing. This is exactly what I'm looking for. um, Yada, yada. I've been burned so many times with that um, eagerness or that kind of Labrador. Hey, how are you? This is great. You know, everything you say must be true um, type thing. And I evaluate my initial response and then uh, I start to dig deeper into it. Uh, Once I've acquired enough information to where I've accepted something about it or believe something about it, um, I test it, I formulate it. um, And then I apply it or I give it time or sometimes I revisit it or sometimes it presents itself to me, um, you know, just out of coincidence or out of you know, if you believe in the universe kind of helps you out, um, believe that as well. Uh, but I look at this information and 
think to myself, how does this apply to my life? Um, how does this apply to something that I do or I care about or I'm passionate about or I think will help others or myself or um, a situation or improve my quality of life or easily manage something, organize something um, from, from that aspect? Because, you know, I tell players all the time, I said, I'm not going to study to become a, a concert pianoist. That's a waste of my time and energy. I'm not, I'm not very good at being a pianoist. I have no desire to be a pianoist. I think it's, it's really cool to see that. Um, it shows a lot of hard work and dedication and, and practice and probably a lot of adversity. So I, I can appreciate someone who has acquired the ability to do that. But I'm trying to throw a baseball, you know, with precision and accuracy at a high velocity consistently over time. It's not... It's not my thing. So why I mention that is I feel like sometimes we can get caught up in information that consumes our time towards something that's not applicable to improving your your life, my life, or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, in this case, my life to, to help um, further my progression or further extend what I'm doing or enhance something about my life in a positive manner. Um, So while information is great and there's tons of it out there, uh, which is awesome, I think consoling our time or conserving our time into a more beneficial, some would say budgeted manner uh, will help to further progression. And this can be overwhelming because there's so much information. There's so many things that, you know, for young young people especially, they don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they like. They don't know what, what they want to pursue. So you can get tugged in all these different directions and go down many rabbit holes. And then um, it can be overwhelming, cause anxiety. So um, it's tough. It's tough to find something. I'm fortunate I found something. It wasn't easy. You know, I've gone off many rabbit holes and thought, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do, and tried, tried again, failed, and um, I just kept getting called back to baseball, and and this is where I'm at. So once you find your focus um, in something, I'll assume that you have this uh, since you're listening to this podcast about pitching, or about um, what it is I'm talking about about information um, is that once you have the focus it's then refining the focus into what is the most beneficial aspect of what I'm learning, reading or exposed to that can enhance my life or my environment or surroundings uh, once you establish that, then you apply it and see if it works. It's a trial and error. So this is how I go back to, you know, finding what works for me or what works for you. Uh, and I feel like this process is constantly evolving. It's constantly changing. But you have a foundation of finite, I guess, routines or go-to information or comfort um, cues that allow you to maintain where you are currently. Uh, 
because if you just change up something dramatically, uh, that's just a recipe for the unknown, uncertainty. It may work, it may not work, but chances are you have a routine already and you don't know it yet that's allowed you to be where you are currently. If you can identify that or at least condense it into a system that allows you to maintain where you're at as opposed to just applying new information at whim or at the, you know, because somebody else said to do this, because this professional does this, because so-and-so does this. And, and you'll hear me say this throughout the book too, just because this works for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You know, and that's a tough thing to swallow. I think we assume anybody who is rich or powerful or has professional title or gets fame and uh, notoriety that if we do what they do then we'll get what they have and I think that's um, half true to an extent Um, but then it also it takes away from who you are and that was something that I struggled with is that I would constantly seek these professionals or just observe them and evaluate them and they did this so I gotta do this they did this they talk this way they yada yada and you try to fit into this into this box of so many people and then you wake up and go well who am I what am I about Uh, what do I stand for Um, how do I conduct myself how do I treat people what do I want to be remembered as what do I bring to the table what do I know about myself that has value and it took a long time to to realize a lot of these things or like to be okay with myself saying yeah i i am this person this is what i am all about you know because i went through a process where you know i was a little little bit of a wild kid and i'd do some you know shenanigans here and there wasn't off the wall crazy getting locked up and stuff um robbing houses or anything but um you know, just doing some young, dumb, mischievous stuff and created a complex of like, am I really that good of a person um, in some aspects? And, and I wasn't. I wasn't in some aspects of how I treated people and, and whatever. And I didn't I didn't know the impact of what I was doing, but um, now I, I have a better understanding of that. And yeah, I really do believe that I am on the side of good. I'm confident in that. Uh, is it a process that I don't think will ever end? Of course. It's, you know, I don't think the, the process towards self-improvement ever ends. So I don't think I'm like this, you know, high and mighty, I'm the best ever, dude. You know, I got tons of stuff to work on. There's an infinite amount of things you can do to, you know, I think be a better person. But, um, getting back to what works so it's just finding you know what works for you what do you think will work for you and then who do you want to be Um, I think pitchers and players can get caught up in you know I want to be a home run hitter yeah but you can't hit the ball to the warning track so you're not there yet so how are you going to be a productive player or I want to be a power pitcher but you throw 72 okay how are you going to get outs now and what do you have to do to get there um, to be a power pitcher? So that's the whole process of things, of, of figuring out what works for you now and then 
how are you going to find what works for you leading up to where you want to be? And then when you get to where you want to be, how do you maintain that? What's your routine? What, what are your go-tos? What are your cues? What are your um, schedules like? Um, and so figuring that out is a, is a process. How I would go about doing it, and this is what I do for myself, is I would write out everything you do for a day and a workout. Like if you if you're a professional player, if you're a college player, if you're a high school player, what is your schedule? Uh, from the time you wake up, from the time you go to sleep, what is it? And then what are you doing for training? What are you doing for nutrition? What do you have, what what do you set aside for time with friends, social media, you know, all these things. Just just do a rough draft. Just do one day and then try to do a week. So for most pro players, they have an ABC schedule. Monday through Sunday. Monday is A workout. Tuesday is B workout. Wednesday is C workout. Thursday A. Friday B. Saturday C. And then Sunday is usually an off day. If you can figure out what are you doing on those days, how do you feel, what's working, and then you know what's your throwing program, what's your routine for a warm-up, your post-throwing, um, what do you eat after, what do you eat before, what do you prefer, how do you feel, and this is all a process. You're not going to figure this all out in one day. I'm still you know, refining my process and adding to my routines uh, constantly. And sometimes it's it's calculated. I sit down and evaluate it. And sometimes it just happens throughout the process. And I find that as long as you have something you're going to and you're following a routine, uh, you're going to find over time by just doing the routine that there's likely going to be a positive addition to or a positive refining of something that you overlooked or didn't think about or you um, implement and go, wow, that's that's pretty influential. That'll help um, in my process. And then once you have all these routines, once you have all these expectations that you've continuously performed and executed over time, it builds up an, uh, an expectation of knowing what to expect. And this is what conditions a lot of people to not want to do something new especially as they get older and set in their ways is people like what is familiar people like what is predictable what they know what they can expect Um, doing something completely different or taking big risks um, is scary it's it's not enjoyable for a lot of people you know, if I go up to somebody and say, hey, you should quit your job and, and go do this. And they're like, well, I would make less money. I don't know anything about that. I'm like, yeah, but that's what you love to do. That's what you keep talking about. You do all this stuff and, and they don't do it because it's scary. It's unknown for them. They don't have, you know, the familiarity of, of feeling comfortable or taken care of in that new environment. Um, so it's the same thing for, for many players. And that's why I harp so you know, intently to the players I coach, I said, you need a routine so that when you get introduced to new stimulus and new environments, you have something to go to, to fall back on, to create comfort. Because if you don't have something, then it's a 50-50 shot whether or not you're going to adapt. Um, you know, you've I've seen guys who are lights out pitchers. I mean, 
you know, no disrespect to Clayton Kershaw. My goodness, he is a Hall of Famer in my book. But, man, his his postseason performance, I don't know if he has a routine or what goes on. But, I mean, in season, he is a juggernaut. Postseason, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. You know, if you get introduced to new stimulus, new environments and, and things that are you know, especially heightened in energy or anxiety or, you know, there's more chips in the pile. There's more riding on the line and you don't know how to handle that. Um, you know, that can, that can lead to some serious mental, physical issues, you know, that could hinder performance. So uh, having a routine, having an idea about what works for you as far as a baseline is a great starting point to further introduce and refine your day-to-day activities and your routines. So in regards to pitching, let's get into, um, let's just look at uh, myself, for an example. As a pitcher, um, I have a pretty good fastball. Right now, fastball command is so-so. I don't locate away as good as I would like inside is decent um, working many things curveball is good control of it to both sides is decent not where I want it to be but I'm a perfectionist um, slider is a great pitch it's a good wipeout pitch for me my changeup is horrible I, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna make that happen I think a changeup is like the biggest quest for a pitcher is so unique to each pitcher. Uh, it's not like, hey, put your fingers on the four seam and throw a fastball. It's, you know, you really got to feel it out. It's one of those finder pitches. Um, you just got to find it and go train it and see, um, see what happens. So my changeup sucks. Um, I work a little bit of a two seam, but it's just an, a, a wrist slip on a four seam. Um, and a cutter as well and I just I work many things from many arm angles so um, my process is different it's you know I've incorporated a drop down slider as well as a, a slurve in there feeling confident with that working more legs um, staying looser so I have all these things for in-game performance that I know work for me things I can go to uh, locating a fastball away on the black or two inches or four inches off that still looks like a good pitch is tough for me to reproduce and to produce some days so um, getting pitches off the plate away to righties is something I'm, I'm working on so I'm not so good at that and so I probably wouldn't go with a lot of that stuff during a game and if I did it would have to be in counts that were favorable to me or didn't risk putting me in a high stress pitch situation or having to throw towards the white of the plate more often or the heart of the plate more often. Um, uh, Something that works for me as well mentally is to just have fun out there and pick up my pace. Um, I want to be moving around and I want to feel like I'm having fun. I'm not thinking too much, but I'm thinking enough, if that makes sense. I have my pregame routine. I have my pregame meal, uh, my postgame meal, and recovery strategies, and I just kind of know what works for me. I have my music that I like to listen to in my routine, uh, through my workouts, through my post-throwing, 
and uh, I'm constantly evolving with that and, and adding new things depending on how I feel or how I re respond to music um, and, uh, and I just assimilate that all together into a process um, I want to make something clear that I don't stress over making my routine perfect I don't stress over you know if I if I miss one thing or I overlook one thing that it just, you know, destroys the entire routine. Uh, I accept it. I go from there. If it's something I feel needs to be revisited or I should visit it, uh, I'll, I'll go back and do it. Um, but if not, then I just accept where it is and I don't let that hinder my performance <clears throat> unless it needs to be touched on. There are some things that have to be done for me. And some things that don't have to be done. Um, and then I feel, you know, being a good athlete also, you have to have an adaptability to what it is you're doing. And if you're not adaptable to your environment in some form or um, fashion, then it's going to be very tough. I think adapting to new environments or, you know, refining yourself to progress in uh, consistent environments is an overlooked skill. It's an overlooked skill that's not heavily emphasized about how to learn, how to acquire, and how to maintain and sustain. Um, so going back to, you know, what works for you, if you're looking at the, the WAVE method, book or you're you know stuck with it overwhelmed with it you don't have to use everything you know, everything that I I've uh, written down and prescribed is a recommendation if you find you don't have to worry about glove side or your back leg or the back hip or doing this part of the load or chest thrust or headbutt whatever it may be you don't have to use everything to be successful and that's clear because in the history of, of baseball, nobody's ever used this method before. And guys have been in the big leagues for over 100 years, getting the job done. Guys have had 19, 20 plus years, careers, Hall of Fames. Um, so it is possible. And I just want to emphasize you don't have to use everything that you come into contact with especially with the wave method. I would like you to, because I know it's pretty awesome, but chances are you're not going to, um, and that's fine. And so touching on the next point is finding what works for you that is unique to you. Um, you know, you can follow every nutrition plan. You can do every workout that's prescribed from the high-end guys, the low-end guys, the no-name guys, the online guys, the in-the-book guys, whatever. Um, and chances are, at some point, you're going to have to refine a baseline or a program or a structure to tailor to yourself because your body is unique from anyone else's. You feel, you think, you, you know experience life different than anybody else 
And so there has to be something that's unique to you in your process that works for you that will likely not work for anybody else. Uh, Like me, for example, I can eat a ton of carbs and still function fairly well the next day. I know people that have one slice of pizza and they're in a food coma, you know, and I have those things too. If I, if I go eat a double cheeseburger and fries, I'm out for, for at least an hour or two taking a nap going, why did I do this to myself? Um, but there are, are different things that work for me that probably won't work for other athletes, you know, um, some guys can't drink, some guys drink heavily, some guys use certain things, some guys don't use certain things, some guys like weighted balls, some guys don't like weighted balls, some guys like long toss, some guys like short toss, you got to find what works for you, and this isn't going to be an overnight thing, this is going to be a focused practice of evaluating yourself every day, Uh, and if you're serious about being an athlete, especially an elite athlete performing at the highest levels, it's a constant just self-evaluation of everything you're doing every day you're revisiting conversations how you felt during this what you did what might have caused what what didn't cause what what was beneficial what was not beneficial I felt really good doing this let's remember that let's write that down Um, I struggle with this need to work on this I do this very well let's maintain this or or uh, sharpen it it's a constant process Um, if if that's too much for you for right now that's just where you're at in your process or if you're like dude I don't want to have anything to do with that Um, and and, you know being an athlete at a high level might not be the thing for you maybe you just want to have fun and go out there and um, ride out the the storm as long as you can until you know the end date comes for me this is a this is a life choice it's a lifestyle and I enjoy it I really do it's something I'm passionate about. And I, I seek to learn more about not only the, the baseball world, the pitching world, the training side of things, the anatomy of the body, uh, but also, you know, I, just getting to know who I am. What am I all about? Because my, my points of views, my belief systems, my training has evolved tremendously over the years. And, and I am definitely not the same as I was a year ago, two years ago, especially five to ten years ago, thank God, right? Um, That's a little joke. But, you know, it's just a process, and I think this will help all of you begin to formulate, you know, all right, what does work for me? What does not work for me? Why? Um, Can I change it? Can I augment it? Can I add, subtract? Uh, what about this? I just came across this new information. Does this apply? Let's try it out. No, yes, maybe, eh, about this song, you know, and it's just a constant, I don't, it's kind of like an Easter basket thing, you know, you just pick up an egg, oh, what's in this? Cool, does this work? No? All right, I'm gonna put this back or throw it away. Or maybe you want to hold on to it, or maybe you pass it along and say, hey, this works for me, maybe it works for you. Um, you know, like Mariano Rivera showed, Roy Halladay is cutter. Roy Halladay started having a nasty cutter that worked for him. So um, just find what works for you and keep searching, keep seeking out there. As long as you're putting in the effort to continuously try to get better, I've seen more people succeed more than they failed. 
And if you continuously fail, it's usually because you're not making an adjustment or becoming aware of the failure. So to close on this note, um, what I've found through my career and my experiences is that from every negative experience or every adverse situation, you know, where I felt struggle or anger, um, you know, something that was tough to deal with that I didn't understand fully or know about, there was always something underlying that was super valuable to learn from or to become aware of. Uh, And that's a, that's a very relaxing and very comforting feeling to know that if I'm struggling, it just means I have something more to learn or become aware of or to train or to go search for. And I enjoy that process of searching and trying to figure things out as opposed to I had a mindset where I should have and I want to have, have, have and take, 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 gain, 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 as opposed to this is a process and I have to understand that I'm not going to be perfect every time, even though I strive to be, and that there's always something to learn from the situation, from an experience, from an interaction, or an action performed, or an action not taken. Uh, And so, you know, I think Michael Jordan said it, he said, I never lose, I either learn or I win, Um, and that's a pretty cool mindset. So, uh, technically you will lose if somebody scores more than uh, your team, so technically in a game you will lose, but there's definitely something to learn always uh, from from any situation and anything that you're doing, uh, whether positive, negative, um, especially through awareness. So when times are tough, just sit back and go, what, do I, what can I learn from this? What can I learn about myself? What can I learn about the situation? Um, and you may find some really influential, some really impactful things that... Um, you're like, wow, I never would have thought of that. And, or I didn't know that existed, which is um, pretty exciting for me. I love those moments. So hope that helps about finding what works for you. Uh, it's a constant process. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just start, start doing something, learn about yourself, learn about what you do, what you're good at, what you're not good at, and then just chip away and keep searching, find new information, process it, assess it and uh, go from there as always have a good day and i'll see you out there